driver's license last week Just like we always talked about Cause you were so excited for me To finally drive up to your house But today I drove through the suburbs Crying cause you weren't around And you're probably with that blonde girl Who always made me Everything I'm insecure about Yeah, today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone else? Woo! What a song! So good. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. If you've somehow lived under a rock for the past two weeks, that was Driver's License by the incomparable Olivia Rodrigo. From High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yes. And this is part of the ongoing drama. Like, you can find out all about on TikTok. It's, if you haven't It's yet. fantastic. There's going to be... Sabrina Carpenter's releasing a song today. Oh, my God. You this, can also ask my sister, Isora. She will uh, catch you back up on all that drama, because yeah. she's, like, an expert. Or Annie Kruger. That was my source. Yeah, so, it so happens. They've all got it covered. Um, For non... Uh, High School, The Musical, The Musical, The Series, the Whatever News. Uh, we just had the inauguration Woo! this past Yesterday. Week. I think everyone's taking a... It's breathing a little bit easier. A little bit easier, yes. Already things are getting moving, getting mm-hmm. grooving, starting to talk about other things, getting yeah. stuff happening. So, you know. I'm excited for political news to be boring again. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always really enjoyed reading, po- like, politics, but it's it's it should be boring. Yeah. It shouldn't be this, like, breaking news every mm-hmm. single day. And so we're going to get some normalcy back. A little bit, hopefully. Hopefully. It'll be a slow process, but, you know, we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, very exciting stuff mm-hmm. that happened this week. Um, yeah, now back to our regular programming. Yes. We're going to talk about things to distract you from the news. <laughs> um, we're going to start with Drag Race Season 13, Episode 3. From last Friday. That's the U.S. version. Phenomenon, yes. We, UK is going on, but this yes. is U.S. Yeah, we watched UK actually a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Really good. Great stuff. Recommended as well. It is on WOW Plus. WOW Presence. Okay, so back to our U.S. version. Um, so the U.S. So this episode featured the pork chop queens mm-hmm. and their final moment to shine. Mm-hmm. And they get to show their two looks, mm-hmm. the lady and the vamp. Mm-hmm. And then they get to perform an original verse for the song Phenomenon, where they have to sing, dance, choreograph, and look good. Yep. And Very let me hard. tell you, it's hard. Doesn't seem that easy. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Uh, who won again? It was Denali. Denali. Rose and Denali were the top two mm-hmm. of the week. Very good. They really stood out. To they me. were definitely the strongest in the mm-hmm. verse. Um, I will say that I think this. Song and choreography was stronger than the, the winning one, group. Yeah. Because the winning group, like, I rewatched it and I was like, the only two I really like are Simone and Olivia. Yeah, yeah they're really like. The other one was struggling. Yeah, the you other one. You could see when they were like, you, you not can, in it. They're not in it. And this group, like, these are clearly queens who perform mm-hmm. and choreograph, even though they lost all their lip syncs, which is interesting. Yeah. But this was so entertaining to yeah, watch. I them. didn't think for me. I didn't think Rose or Denali should have lost their lip syncs. I don't either. I think 
It was, I mean, our audience knows my feelings about the first episode. Yeah. So, but I'm glad we got to see each queen very individually. Mm -hmm. Because usually with the opening seasons, or the opening of a season, you meet them very quickly and suddenly they're competing. So now it's nice to actually get to know them and see them and they get to showcase more than just like one outfit. And no one went home. No one went home. So this week when everyone meets again, it'll be interesting and... Probably someone will go home this time. Someone will. They have to, or else we're going to have, like, 20 episodes this season. Yeah. It's exhausting. But, no, last week was, um, it was pretty good. It was pretty entertaining. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited to see, um, how they all stack up and how they meet. I can't wait to see We can all compare them, yeah. Yeah. Who are your front runners? Have they changed at all? I don't think so. It's still Simone, Mm -hmm. Rosé, um, Simone, Rosé, (laughs) Simone. There's other. Rose. There are other people. I'm. Oh, wait, who else? Is, oh, Got Mick. Got Mick. We didn't see Got Mick last week, we so didn't. now I'm like, wait, where my, where's my girl? Got, Got Mick, Rose, yeah. Simone, and there's a fourth one that I really like. Denali, I really like, but she wasn't in my like top four. She's not. Um, I think now actually. For me, Denali is definitely in my top four. I yeah. like. I love Tamisha Amon. And I like Olivia Lux as well. Olivia Lux is great, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Tamisha Amon really moved me yeah. this past week. And I she's think she's very one powerful. to watch. Yeah. yeah. And she's got such, like, a classic version of drag that we don't really see anymore. So it's good to have her be able to showcase Absolutely. what she's And I love for. her. She has a great personality. Very she's, kind. She's a star. She's in it. Yeah. She is in it. And I'm very, I'm so glad she's going to be in it for more. Is episodes. It, is there, um, so are your front runners similar to mine? Simona and Rosé. Yeah. Absolutely. Something about Rosé really just, like, got called me. I keep forgetting about got me. Got but me. every time she's on screen, I'm like, oh my god, I'm obsessed with you. Oh, yeah. Her makeup is phenomenal. I think what threw me off was her verse for the, yeah. uh, the song was not good. No, no, no. But her look. Her look is incredible. It's like my dream look. Yeah, she's, she's definitely one to watch, yeah. and I think she could go far. Um, is there anyone that we don't necessarily, like, love? Um, I can't think of anyone I don't love. Like, Kimora Hall, I think she's stunning. Yeah, I'm just, like, a little... What's going... I'm, I'm a, like, for me, drag queens, I view them, like, performing first, Mm -hmm. look second, and her, there's there's just nothing. There's just nothing. She's funny, and I think she could be very funny if she really put it towards Mm -hmm. her Character. She was so very late. So late. Oh my god. And I don't think she can go for it. It's just that. I don't. Um, I don't feel like she's ready to compete. Joey J to me mm-hmm. is like. I don't know. Joey, I'm waiting to see more because all her looks were the exact same. Were the same, and the no wig. Like I think that's fine. I don't mind not like, having a wig, but even just the outfit it was yeah. really the same thing. It's totally. like a bodysuit was like a few different things and yeah the same and I was like oh okay can we get something can we else move on? um so we'll see if they bring it up they bring it out this weekend this week tomorrow yeah tomorrow I'm so excited very excited we love drag race in this household yay all right yay. something else that also comes out on Friday that we started last week one division <sighs> There's so, people are having so many thoughts about WandaVision. I know. People have some hot takes, including, I don't think I told you this, my dear father did not like WandaVision. Mm. The, did you tell him he looks like um, Vision? No, because 
we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> he looks like Paul Bettany. We're gonna leave it. Okay. If comment below if you think my dad looks like Paul Bettany. He All right. does. He does. Please post a picture of your dad tomorrow. Absolutely and not. Paul Bettany right next to him. I, I, I can't let those two intercede in my mind. Okay. I, anyway, anyways, division <laughs> first episode filmed before a live studio mm-hmm. audience. Second episode, don't touch that dial. Yeah. I. I'll just start off by saying I'm so excited for the show. Me too. And I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing so They're far. They're tricking us. They're, They're tricking messing us. with our minds. Yeah. And like I don't know, I don't know why people like didn't like it or what they didn't like about it. Well, some people told me their thoughts, and I was like invalid. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's great. I yeah. like it. It's different. Um, it's good to see something that's not like you know like usual marvel. I don't want to see the same thing cuz we we know. We've yeah. seen all of it. This is different. This is trickier. This is getting exci- you excited. You really don't know what to expect. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? Um they're doing some very clever thing and the acting is really good. Acting is so good. And I'm such a huge fan of Elizabeth Olsen mm-hmm. and Paul Bettany and I really applaud them for going for it. Absolutely. All the way with mm-hmm. their characters. And, like, the people I've talked to have really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The only person I who doesn't is my dear father. Yeah. Which is so confusing because his favorite show is The Dick Van Dyke mm-hmm. Show. And episode one is such an homage to The Dick Van yeah. Dyke Show. But that is beyond the point. I think... I think people just need to keep watching it. Yeah. I think they're getting really stuck on that, like, you know, black and white, old... People don't like the laugh track or whatever. So, there's a live audience, folks. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I... Like, I understand if you wanted an action show and you're a little disappointed, fine, but that's not what we were sold on. We knew this was going to be a trip. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a trippy, not satirical, um, episodic style show, and we need to just lean into that. Yeah. And Vision has the Mind Stone. Mm Mm-hmm. This is messing up your mind. It makes sense. I cannot wait to see where this goes. I think the whole point is that we don't know what's going yeah. on. And that's exciting. To be every week constantly get, like, and more and more information. And keep looking for clues. Yeah. Like, we were like, oh my god, the helicopter. There's a symbol on there. Yeah. And the weird beekeeper and the noises and all that. Just keep looking at the clues. Keep guessing. I don't know where they'll take us. Oh, But just ooh. keep keep. You know, thinking about it. Yeah. And looking at it. I've always been a huge Wanda fan. Mm-hmm. I always thought she was underused. She's in very the powerful. Films. They need to really showcast her powers because mm-hmm. she, she's so powerful. We only see a portion of it in all yeah. those movies. I mean, I'll say it. I think she's the strongest Avenger. And I think that they, because she was so young mm-hmm. and they didn't want to use her too much in the movies, that this is going to be the real time for her to shine. Yeah. And I'm so thrilled. Because I think she's incredible. I think so, too. And they were actually funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I was laughing watching these two episodes. Me, too. It wasn't, like... It was a, a feat, you it know? It wasn't dumb. No. It was really smart. I mean, if you've seen Dick Van Dyke Show, which is what the first episode was kind of based off of, and if you've seen Bewitched or I Love Lucy, which is what the second episode was based off of, the humor is the mm-hmm. same. That is what they are calling upon. And if you love those shows, you will love this, because it is hilarious. You just have to realize that it's not modern humor. Mm -hmm. It's this 1960s type of style, which is still great. And I think it's so cool that they're doing it this way. Absolutely. I I loved it. I'm very excited for the next episodes. We get nine episodes. We get nine. 
And which so we did 1950s, 1960s. Yeah. Next one will be 1970s. Yeah, I think the next one's gonna be based off like the Brady. Yeah, Bunch, and maybe? then we'll get 1980s, 1990s, and then we should get like. I think we're gonna have a lot of time. 2000s. Yeah. yeah, and then like maybe her brother flashbacks. There, I don't know. There's gonna be a lot of characters. They yeah. introduced Geraldine, mm-hmm. who is Monica mm-hmm. from Captain Marvel. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Yeah. I've seen a lot of theories about who the character Agnes is, so I'm intrigued to see how she plays a big part, because I think she's definitely... They're all going to be important. Definitely going to have some big For stuff sure. coming. So, it's going to be a great ride. Yeah, we don't really know what's going on yet, yeah. so there's not a lot of, you know, but we're very excited. We love totally. it, and we highly recommend it. If you, like, if the two... I don't know, two first episodes weird you out for some reason. Just stick with it. Just stick Just with stick it. Just stick with it. I'm I'm sure it'll get, like, better for you, yeah. even though it's already amazing for us, but you'll enjoy it. it Just if, give it a shot. If black and white scares you... It's okay. We go in colors real quick. Yeah. But also, like, <laughs> get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It, it should. It's, it's fine. You know, art. Yeah. It's... Um, it's going to be a great show. Mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt that it, Marvel and Disney took the best care they could. Yeah. And, like, please let us know your thoughts. Don't yeah. hesitate to ask us questions, tell us what you think, and all of that good stuff. But third episode comes out tomorrow. It's, like, 30 minutes. But if you're going to, like, talk to us and bash on it, nah. No. 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 Smart questions. Smart questions. Smart talk. <laughs> um, what else did we watch this week, Alona? One Night in Miami on Woo! Amazon Prime. Directed by the amazing, astounding Academy Award winner, Regina King. Woo, woo! And starring Kingsley Benadir, Leslie Odom Jr., Ellie Gorey, and Aldous Hodge. Hell yes. I stellar can, cast. Still, stellar cast. This movie has been in the works for so long, mm-hmm. and it is about time we get to see it. It is, I'll read the quick synopsis. One Night in Miami is a fictional account of one incredible night where icons Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gather discussing the roles in the civil rights movement and cultural upheaval of the 60s. Amazing. Yeah. And that's all you need to know. Yeah. You have these four incredible characters meeting in one night and discussing their lives. And what else could you want? And it's all about dialogue. Yes. And them being together in the same room and talking about everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what they represent and how they can each, like, take part in this movement. Yeah. And, like, make it bigger. It is a very wordy movie. Mm-hmm. And then when it showed that it was originally a stage play, that made complete sense. Total sense. But it was still, like, so good. So good. These men are incredible. They're captivating. Oh, I, like... They're beautiful, mm-hmm. so it's easy on the eyes. Yeah. But they each also embody their character with like a grace mm-hmm. and a understanding of just how important these people are. Like stepping into a role like Malcolm X or mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, every single person knows who they are. Yeah. So you're taking on such a huge responsibility, and it didn't feel like it was weighing them down. Mm-hmm. They were those characters, and they're also different, and it just very it complements each other very well Mm -hmm. so it was fascinating to watch and listen to yeah um the music's great yes obviously it's very great in case you didn't know leslie odom jr can sing yes and his wife is in it nicolette robinson they're very cute yeah they're very cute so i'm happy yeah i this movie wasn't too long either it was like what no two hours hours. yeah like an hour and 45 i think so yeah but it, it flowed very well 
very well. It was very, it had a very clear direction, mm-hmm. too. The first part of the movie, and I won't spoil too mm-hmm. much, but the first part of the movie kind of shows them individually. Mm-hmm. And just how, even in their, like, peaks of fame, they still experience a lot of, like, clear racism mm-hmm. and upheaval. And then the second part of the movie, they all come together and they just unearth all that they need to talk about and just where their lives are at the mm-hmm. time. Like, Muhammad Ali is 22, mm-hmm. but yeah, he's one of the most famous men in the world. Malcolm X is, you know, at this turning point in the nation of Islam. Jim Brown is about to make a major life decision. Sam Cooke is, you know, one of the biggest rock stars in the world. So they're all at these weird time in their lives, but they're coming together, and it's just so beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. And they're coming together in this little hotel in Miami where Malcolm X is staying. Mm-hmm. It was very... I thought that part was really funny. Yeah. Because, like, um... Muhammad Ali is staying in this, like, kind of, like, mansion area. Like, a big personal hotel. And there's Sam Cooke in this fancy hotel. So it's just, like, it it shows different, like, facets of their lives and who they are, too. Totally. I really, I loved the performances. Mm -hmm. I thought they were all incredible. The one that stood out to me was Malcolm X. Because I had, there was a lot of expectation for that. Mm -hmm. That's Kingsley Ben-Adir. He's British. Hmm. Didn't know that. Nice. Didn't know that. But that makes sense with the name Kingsley. Yeah, I could see it. But like, when I think of Malcolm X, like as like as a movie role, my first thought goes to Denzel Washington mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. Spike Lee movie, and that was just incredible. That's one of my all time favorite, like movies and performances. So to watch Kingsley step into the same role but make it his own, I thought was so gratifying. And you see a new side of Malcolm X, this figure that's so revered Mm -hmm. and also feared in some circles. So good. Yeah. And Leslie Autumn Jr. is always really good. Yeah. Amazing voice. I love the song at the end. Um, A Change Gonna Come. mm -hmm. Very powerful. I was, yeah, that, I forgot that was his song. Mm -hmm. And when he sings it in that last moment, you just, you take on a lot. So powerful that they also do it in the West Wing, season six. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. And I was like, well... It's played by a white man, nonetheless. I know, and I was like... <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, you know. Still, the song has longevity. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's... Yeah. But I, we really recommend this movie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One Night in Miami on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think everyone should watch it. I think so. It's an Oscar contender, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and it's directed by a black woman mm-hmm. in... You know, we see so many white men directors, and almost all the films we talk about have been by, like, white guys. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's really important that we start diversifying our viewing. And I think this is a great, great introduction. I agree. Highly recommend it. Yeah. Amazing. One Night in Miami. Go see it. Woohoo. Well, go see it. Yeah. Open your laptop. Um, despite all that we've watched together, we do sometimes go on our separate ways. Absolutely. What have you been reading alone? Thank you <laughs> this week. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I will say I finished Iron Gold. Woo! What Huge a- shout out to Pierce Bravo. Red Rising, Golden Red Sun, Rising. Morning Star, Iron yeah. Gold, and now Dark Age, one Dark of our Age. favorite book series. I love it so much. It's phenomenal. <laughs> if you love sci-fi, this is, this is the series. Um, I'm going to talk about another book I just read called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. Mm-hmm. This book is getting a lot of recognition. It won, like, Good Goodreads Book of the Year. Um, so I just finally got around to reading it. I'll read the sort of brief summary. Bear with me. 
Somewhere out beyond the edge of the universe, there is a library that contains an infinite number of books, each one the story of another reality. One tells the story of your life as it is, along with another book for the other life you could have lived if you made a different choice at any point in your life. While we all wonder how our lives might have been, what if you had a chance to go to the library and see for yourself? Would any of these other lives truly be better? In the Midnight Library, Matt Haig's enchanting new novel, Nora Seed finds herself faced with a decision, faced with the possibility of changing her life for a new one, following a different career, undoing old breakups, realizing her dreams of becoming a glacialologist, she must search within herself as she travels through the Midnight Library to decide what is truly fulfilling in life and what makes it worth living in the first place. Ooh. It's heavy. That's some good questions. It's very, really thought-provoking. Yeah, very. Um, I will say, trigger warning, this story does involve... Mention, it mentions suicide and self-harm. Mm -hmm. That is a kind of a big part of this book. But that's not what this book mm -hmm. is about. This book is about living. True and tried living. And it has that fantastical element of going to this library and seeing different avenues your life could have taken. But it's so ground in what it means to be involved in your life. And do you have regrets? And through this process she, Nora, the main character, she sees what her life could have been through all these different avenues. And it, she learns a lot about herself and what it means to live. And it's so beautiful, especially in a time like now where I feel like so many people are just stuck within themselves, mm -hmm. thinking so much about what their life could have been, where they could have gone, what is going on. And to see this book kind of unravel those mysteries around life is really enchanting. And I highly recommend this book. It's very short as well. So it's a good, like, fast but moving read. Nice. It seems, like, very interesting, like, mm -hmm. fascinating. It is. It um, takes place in Britain. Nice. So a lot of English terms. We like that. But we love, we love the Brits. Um... And yes, Midnight Library, go check it out. Recommend? Highly recommend. Amazing. It is, it's just a good cry, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, but I also cry at everything, so like, true. True, 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 take true. that with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you reading, my dear? Um, I finished this week this book called The Last Flight. Mm -hmm. um, I will read the summary, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the Last Flight. Claire Cook has a perfect life, married to the scion of a political dynasty when a Manhattan townhouse and a staff of ten. Her surroundings are elegant, her days flawlessly choreographed, and her future auspicious. But behind closed doors, nothing is quite as it seems. That perfect husband has a temper that burns as bright as his promising political career, and he's not above using his staff to track Claire's every move, making sure she's living up to his impossible standards. What, but what he doesn't know is that Claire has worked for months on a plan to vanish. A chance meeting in an airport bar brings her together with a woman whose circumstances seem equ equally dire. Together, they make last-minute decisions to switch tickets, Claire taking Eva's flight to Oakland and Eva traveling to Puerto Rico as Claire. They believe the swap will give each of, each of them the head start they need to begin again somewhere far away. But when the flight to Puerto Rico goes down... Claire realizes it's no longer a head start, but a new life. Cut off, out of options, with the news of her death about to explode in the media, Claire will assume Eva's identity, and along with it, the secrets Eva fought so hard to keep hidden. The Last Flight is the story of two women, both alone, both scared, with 
and one agonizing decision that will change the trajectory of both their lives. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So this book is has a lot of twists that I can't really reveal because sure. that's the point of the the last flight. Yeah. Um, but we follow um, each chapter is from Claire's point of view of what's happening right now in the story and Eva's point of view from um, we start at six months before the crash up until the day of the crash. Mm. So we get flashback from Eva's story and there's a lot of twists and secret that Eva's hiding that we figure out through the book as Eva's talking about those and as Claire is realizing, oh, Eva was hiding a lot of stuff. Okay. Great, now I'm stuck with this. Um, and it's also about Claire escaping from her husband who is um, who abuses her and is very violent and, you know, like, women, if they come out against such a powerful person, they'll be dismissed and mm. just forgotten and they lose everything. The age-old song. Yeah. Yeah. So her plan was to escape. But we found out more about her husband's past, more things, how this is a repetitive pattern and it's happened before. Mm. So just, it's a lot of secrets. Okay. It's a lot of twists that you don't see coming. Some you see coming a little bit, some you don't. And then the ending is like, wait, what actually happened? Oh. Because that plane crash happened. Yeah. But did Eva die? Did she not die? It's very open-ended and you kind of like make it up for yourself. Do you like the open-endedness, or would, do you wish you had a more definite answer? I think it makes sense, because sometimes I'm like, oh, yes, this happened, or no, it didn't, but I guess it's like a metaphor, <gasps> a visual, <sighs> a thought. <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's really good. It's really short, and yeah. it's very speedy and smooth and interesting, and yeah, I just love the twist. I like to read about stuff that I did not see coming at all. Totally. But it still has a, you know, powerful kind of like message and all that and I like this quote from the book if we don't tell our own stories we'll never take control of the narrative that's good yeah I really like that I like that yeah is this like a thriller or a mystery or both I think it's more of a thriller nice in my opinion yeah yes yes yeah it sounds really good it's thrilling yeah but yeah The Last Flight Last Flight check it out do you know who it's written by uh that's a good question I think it's Julie. Julie, yes. I can't remember her last name. I will look it up right now. Yeah. Um, while Alone is looking it up, I will entertain our audience by saying I'm currently reading this very interesting book called The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. Um, it's a very heavy book, meaning I can't read it as fast, but it is beautiful nonetheless. And what was her name? Julie Clark. Julie Clark. <laughs> there it is. The last flight. Nice, nice, Amazing. Nice. Great stuff. And you're reading currently? I'm currently the reading Prophets. The Prophets, Robert Jones Jr. Um, it, it, like I was saying, it was a very heavy book. It's about slavery. Mm. So n- it, you can't take it lightly. And uh, it's very graphic at times, but the overall story is very beautiful. And the lyrical writing of Robert is just stunning. I am very engrossed in it, but it is one of those books where I kind of have to take some breathers because slavery is not an easy thing to understand, especially coming from a white person. You're kind of learning as you're reading, so just taking it in stride. But I really recommend this book. I'm about halfway through, and I will give a fuller uh, review when the time comes. Amazing. Yeah. 
look forward to that. Yeah. That sounds very interesting. And this is part of your book of the month books. Book of the month. Book of the month, if you want to sponsor me, I have four of your books already. Do and you I've... like it? Are you enjoying oh, it? Oh, I love it. Okay. Because it's a lot of books that are brand new or haven't been released yet. We're mm-hmm. staring at my collection. Oh, nice. So, like, this is a debut novel that mm-hmm. just came out, and then... The Removed, which I got, hasn't even been released yet. Oh, amazing. So it's a great way to get books that are going to be up and coming Mm -hmm. and probably talked about a lot. Because Outlawed, which is another book I got from Book of the Month, um, is Reese's book for January. Yes, yes, it is. Reese Witherspoon. So, like, these books are getting a lot of talk. And And they're all pretty thin. They're not bad. Compared to, you know, the fantasy books that are 800 pages. Yeah, I mean, this is, like... 350 yeah. pages, The Prophets. And Outlawed was, like, 250. I think, I think for me, like, a short book is anywhere from 100 to, like, 300 pages. Totally. A medium book is, like, 400, 500. Yeah. And then a hefty book is 600 to 800. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm thinking of, like, Crescent City. Mm-hmm. Dark Age is 800. Dark Age is 800. Um, Pre- all of the From Blood and Ash are, like, 600 to 700. Oh, was long. Yeah. Kingdom yeah. Of Flesh and Fire is I think A Court of Silver Flames is going to be, like, 650. Yeah. Oh, my- wow. It's yeah. a hefty book. Which I cannot wait for that. Me too. Me too. We talk yeah. about it. It's just gonna be an hour long. Yeah, it's, it'll be a bonus episode. Yes, because only one fan will listen. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. And book of the month, please sponsor me. I buy all your books. Woo. All right. Um. What have you watched recently? Like this week? Yeah. So I just watched this incredible movie. Mm-hmm. That sounded annoying how I said it. <laughs> it's okay, we're used to it. <laughs> um, I So, The Sound of Metal, mm-hmm. it's on Amazon Prime. It's by Darius Motter, the director. This is like his first directing gig. Stars Riz Ahmed and Olivia Cook. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to start by saying, if I had watched this movie in 2020, this would have been my favorite movie of 2020. Ooh, good to know. Yeah. It was released in December, and I just got around to watching it, okay. so you just missed the list. Um... It's about a heavy metal drummer, Riz Ahmed, who suddenly and unexpectedly loses his hearing. Due to an accident, or is it It's like a medical a... condition. Okay. So he loses his hearing super rapidly, and he doesn't know how to handle it, because his whole life is sound. Mm-hmm. So it's about him trying to rehabilitate and find a way into the deaf community, because he's also an addict, and it shows how he kind of comes to peace and grows even though he just lost something so dear to him. And it is... Ah, it's so good. Like, I didn't expect to like it as much mm-hmm. as I did. But it really moved me. And I don't know a lot about the deaf community, but it's so vibrant mm-hmm. and there's such a culture there. And one of the biggest things I kind of learned from this is that in the deaf community, they don't feel like deafness is like a disability Mm -hmm. they see it as just another way of life and they really expand and learn upon that and it's just really interesting to see how Riz Ahmed his character's name is Ruben how Ruben learns from them so much even though he is like brand new and he doesn't really want to learn he wants to get surgery so he can fix his ears but he really grows and tries to become like this really he just becomes this incredible mm-hmm. character, and it's not what I expected, and I cannot Amazing. recommend this movie, like, 
I, I can recommend this movie. I can't recommend it enough. It's so fantastic. Nice. Good yeah. to know. So, Sound of Metal mm-hmm. and um, One Night in Miami are both on Amazon Prime. Yes. Everyone. We're finally, we're taking a break from Netflix. Yeah. We watched a lot of Netflix. I know. And yeah. now we're like, mm. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Sound of Metal Good. also partly takes place in France. Woo! There's some French speakers. Yep. My hometown. Yeah. Country. Yeah. He, Here I am. It ends in France. That's not a spoiler, but... Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Um, I did ask my mom about the French inauguration. Oh, what'd you say? It's just inside. You know, they Aww. just switch. They're just... <laughs> A shake of the hands. This is your home now. This is your job now. Get Have to work. Fun. I am out. I will be moving out to <laughs> France. Don't want to deal with French people again. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> what did you say? You were like, we just decide who to protest the next day. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think they're like, oh, great. We have a new president to protest now. Yeah. <laughs> They, change, they always vote someone, you know, new. Yeah. Just to keep it interesting. Be like, so, we like, we don't like so you now. Revolving door. Yeah. Not there. It's like, in and out, in and out. <laughs> it's like, will change actually happen? I don't know. But, but it's it's The fun. job position is somehow always open. It's always ready to go. <laughs> Who's going to deal with us next? Good luck. What a, what a, what a vibrant culture y'all got. But we love it. We love it. It's France, fantastic. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I want to go back so badly. Me too. I think about it every day. Watching it in The Sound of Metal, I was like, it's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And people are so cool there. We have such different... Um, we, we're a small country, but we have so many different environments mm-hmm. and landscapes. You know, yeah. we have the ocean side, the beach, the mountains, the countryside, the city. Yeah. Everything. And I will say, as someone who's been to France multiple times, the stereotype that French people are mean and, like, aloof is not true. It's untrue. Like, you all have been, like, the nicest group of Thank people. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's like, everyone... It's just people go to Paris, and Paris is a city life, but it's... They're like New Yorkers. Yeah. Like, New York and Paris are very alike in the way of life and I how people it. are. I could totally see it. So. Like, people have places to be. Mm-hmm. They don't have time for your bullshit of, like, a tourist. Like, you're a tourist, great. Just walk... Like... Keep Please going. leave space in the sidewalk yeah. for me to walk. And here we feel the same way when there's tourists oh or, you know, people. Totally. Absolutely. So. This is a nice little tangent we just I had. I know. We love France. We love France. Yay. Can't wait to go back. Yeah. Um, um, so what have you been, what have your watches been this past so week? So, again, you know, Eleanor's always watching such heavy, <laughs> important, intelligent things. <laughs> And here is my, The Bachelor (laughs) segment of this podcast, because, you know, it's important to watch things that make us think, and we learn, and all of that, and that's why we have Eleanor to do it for (laughs) us. We have the nerve to take care of that. And then I will take care of, you know, your joy... (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Escape. There we go. Your yeah. dumb moments. Yeah. That's me. I'm the librarian, and you're the entertainment manager. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. The Bachelor. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. This week's episode was interesting because mm-hmm. we really focused on one girl, and there's still like thirty girls there. Oh god. And we focus on this one girl who kind of like he, she's like, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. But I know he really likes me, so I'm going to play with that. And she, you know, kind of does these, um, she, um, puts, how do I say? Isolates herself in her room until he comes to see her, because she's not doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, she doesn't deal with the other girl. She steals times from the other girls. 
because of her drama, it takes time uh, for, like, it takes time away from Matt with the other girls. What's her name? Sarah. Sarah. And she had a great first day, very chill, and then this week, she just completely 180 into oh, kind of a villain. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, the girls were mad, because she's taking all the time away, Matt is so focused on her, she's playing with his kindness, it's just not a good look, and eventually she decides to go home, but it takes her a whole two hour, two hours episode. Jeez. And we all need focus on her, so we get a group date that's ruined by Sarah, who comes in to crash it, and then we get a, like, um, one-on-one date that's partly ruined because of Sarah, who oh takes Kama away at the first, um, at first, and then the rest of the episode is just Matt dealing with Sarah, and, like, uh. drama between the girls who, like, are, um, fighting Sarah and, like, kind of, like, going at Sarah. Yeah. We get some really, we get to see some really standout moments from individual girls. The one-on-one date is cute. It's good. The group date is funny. They have to, so Chris Harrison, the host, mm-hmm. wrote this Arotica book. Yeah. Like, it's, legit wrote, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh my mm-hmm. god. And so the girls have to write a love scene of them and Matt and perform it, like, read it out loud to Matt. I'm, and some girls go all out. Ugh. That's all what out. I heard. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, so that was very, like, it could have been really uncomfortable, but they all made it very normal and chill and funny. So, you know, it was... It wasn't weird to watch. It wasn't cringe. I thought it was going to be cringe, but it was actually pretty funny. The perfect so this is, letter. Yeah, the perfect letter. That's Chris's Harrison's book. I had to book. look this up. Sorry. But that I, is so insane. I do not recommend this book, by the way. Absolutely not. But I do recommend The Bachelor. Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting episode. Lots of drama. And not a lot of Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we need more. We need more, for sure. And it's, yeah, we didn't even get a rose ceremony. I don't even, they, they don't even have a plot for this book. Like, yeah. I can't find a plot. Is it even out yet? Um, that's a good cue. I didn't, can I say something new? Yeah. I didn't know Chris Harrison could, like, was literate. Like, like. Well, I don't, I don't think this is good. Uh, on Goodreads, it says it's been out. Maybe this is a different Chris Harrison. There's apparently, like, a few Chris Harrisons. Oh. That doesn't surprise me. It's a very basic name. That is so interesting. Yeah. Oh my god, it looks... So, it sounds like it's raining in here. It does. It's just a shower, guys. It's just, um, <laughs> Welcome but, to New York City. In case you are not from New York City, this is what it sounds like all the time. Yeah, we... There's always some noise, so it's... I'm, I'm practically impossible... To soundproof, unless we had a huge, like, closet, but, I mean, we live in New York. But, so, it's either a room or a closet. Yeah. Can you guys both. don't come here for the technical advancements. You come here for the jokes. Woo! Which we will supply. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, The Bachelor, Bachelor, we're on episode three. Can't wait to see more. It's on Mondays on ABC, or you can watch it the next day on Hulu, because it doesn't have commercials. So it goes down from three hours to an hour and 20 minutes. Jesus. Ooh, yeah. The commercials are killer. Um, how's the season stacking up to the past season? Oh my god. It's so much better than Peter's. Yeah. We've had some shit bachelors in the past. Yeah. Peter, absolute shit show. Yeah. Awful. Colton had a stellar group of women. Yeah. But he was kind of eh. He turns out. Eh. Yeah. 
Ari, before that, hated him. Uh, before that, I didn't watch. Gotcha. So, he stacks up. He's, you know, yeah, the girls were pretty good and interesting on this season. That's good. Matt is really, really cute. Mm-hmm. He's kind of boring. But he's really yeah. good looking. He's so and he's kind. Good he's very sweet. Yeah. But... You know, we'll see how it goes. But okay. it's so much better than Peter's, which is all I could ask for. Cause yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What a, what a time. I'm glad The Bachelor is, like, finding a groove with this quarantine shenanigans. I know. It was hard for them. Yeah. On everyone. Um, what else have you been watching? Um, I'm on The West Wing season six. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still on The West Wing. I'm so sorry. She'll but I have to finish. Yeah, I only have 36 episodes total. Only 36 more episodes. Are you enjoying it or, like, what's going on? I like it. I still okay. like it because I love the characters. Yeah, yeah. And I got really emotional in some episodes lately. Aww. But Jed's MS is getting really bad. Like, in this episode, he's paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, my God. He's in a wheelchair for their China trip. It's not going well. Um, <laughs> CJ's chief of staff. Right. They're, they're so mean to Josh. They keep putting, like, Josh. blocks in his, ra- in, in his, um... I don't know, way to success, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel really bad for him. Josh They're putting a lot of trauma on Donna. <gasps> Leo's recovering from a heart attack. Um, they're making Toby really annoying. Mm. And then Will is just doing his own casual thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's an interesting time. I really like one of the senators, Santos, who's gonna, I think he becomes president in the next season. He does, He's yeah. really cool. He's really energetic, and he brings this different vibe to the show. Do you recognize who that is? It's Jimmy Smits, a.k.a. Bail Organa, from <gasps> the Star Wars series. <laughs> yes! Uh, You've met him, Matt, yes. uh, uh, Senator Santos, yes, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. I was like, he looks so familiar. Jimmy, yeah. I don't know what from. Jimmy Smits, a.k.a. Senator Organa. Yes. From Star Wars. Yes. Um, for everyone out there. Yeah. <laughs> We're not but, like, the them. people who actually, like, have lives. <laughs> Sorry. But, oh, that's amazing. But yeah. uh, I, everyone in the West Wing, you know them from something. Yeah. And half of it is from a Shonda Land show. So, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal. It's all crossing over, All of baby. it. All of it. I think, I saw, I think there was Phil from Modern Family. Yeah. He was in, um... He was the Governor Bakes... Bates... Something. I think he plays, like... A, Baker. He's, like... Is he a governor or is he a aide? I think he's a governor. Because he's in an earlier, too. I think he's in another episode. I'll oh, double yeah. check. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he played, like, an assistant or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But... Not mm. Phil. Not Phil. I'm it's thinking of Phil from Modern Family. I'm thinking of the old dad. Oh. What's his name? I don't know about that. What's his name? I didn't watch Modern Family. Mm, not Phil. It's a uh, it's a uh, old glorious S- husband. Yes, Sophia Vergara's husband. What's his name? I really. They only call him Dad in the. I can't <laughs> modern tell family. you. Do you want me to look it up? Yes. <laughs> What's his name? I Ted. Jed. Jed. Is his name Jed? Mm, Jed. Greg. Him is the actor's name is his name is Jay. 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 Jay yeah. Dumphy. No. Jay Pritchett. Jay Pritchett. <laughs> wow, Butterfairly only ended last year and I've already forgotten everything about it. And I've watched every single episode of Modern Family. Oh my god, they have 11 well, yes. seasons? And I've seen all of the episodes. Holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Wow, I think I only watched like the first season. So, you know, she checked so it. She checked mm-hmm. it off. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, nice. I already forgotten everything. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. It's okay. But anyway, so West Wing season six. Um, oh yeah. You know, it's an old show, so I don't think y'all are watching that right now. No. Or you've already watched it. I mean, if you're gonna watch West Wing. Seasons one through four, yeah. like I always say. But I have to see it through. I'm I not believe, ready to I, say goodbye yeah. to all these characters yet. Yeah, you're stronger than I am, yeah. for sure. I'm and so I'm, attached to them. And I'm excited. You're keeping me in the loop. Yeah. Like, I didn't know a lot of this stuff that was going yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, Leo. Yeah. This heart attack. But I just knew, kind of, I know how it ends. Yeah. But I didn't know there was so much, go- oh my god. A lot going on. They really throw them through the ringer. Yeah. Love West Wing still. Me too. And anything else that you're watching right now? Um, I am, oh my gosh, so I just started Pretend It's a City, Mm -hmm. so it's on Netflix, um, it's very, it's very niche, so it's by Martin Scorsese, Mm -hmm. it's about Fran Lebowitz, the writer, and it's just her talking about New York City, Mm. it's a mini-series about Fran Lebowitz talking about New York City, and Mm. it is phenomenal. You like it? Oh, I love it. It's because she's very irreverent, and mm-hmm. she has reminds me of a lot of those classical New Yorker traits that I've come to associate with people who lived in the city for a very long time. And she's hilarious. She's a writer and a comedian. She, she has this great point of view about so much stuff, and it's making me re-love New York City. Mm-hmm. Because the city is not what it was when I first moved here due to the pandemic, for obvious reasons. But the things she's pointing out and like making fun of just kind of grow my heart like it it makes me feel warm and fuzzy thinking about all these like kind of funny new yorker stuff it's it's, sure. it's a great time nice martin scorsese is in it spike lee is in it nice all these great new yorkers are just having a ball talking about new york city amazing how many episodes it's five or six episodes each are like 30 minutes okay nice yeah it's it's just fun it sounds good she's hilarious I really enjoy Fran Lebowitz. I've always heard about her and I've seen her in clips, but this is the first time I've really, like, fallen into her work. Nice. And Martin Scorsese. I mean. Amazing. Come on. Yeah. Come on. So. Stellar films. Highly recommend Pretend It's a City. Nice. Yeah. yeah perfect. Well, Woo-hoo. that's a lot of things that we've watched and read, actually. Yeah. Every week I'm like, are we going to have anything to talk about? And, and then, then we're all, we're, we have... we're, cu- we're literally cutting stuff because yeah. we have so much. Amazing. And if you have Rex. Yeah, let us know what you're watching right now. Yeah. On any platform. We've got it all. We've got it all, baby. I can't think of any that we don't have. Uh, we don't have CBS All Access. I do, I have it. You have CBS All Access? I need to talk to you about Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, it's on my list. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I can, yeah, I have CBS All Access. I have Peacock. Yeah. I pay for Peacock. So I have you all of yeah. So I have all of oh, it. Oh, they have good sports. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I have CBS, Peacock, Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max, HBO Max, uh, Netflix, Netflix. Um, is there anything else that exists? I guess we, we do. Have, have Wow. We have Wow Presents Plus. Yeah. I have I Apple TV. You have Apple TV? I do. I need to talk to you about okay. Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> do we live together? We do. We do. Um, we gotta watch Cherry when it comes out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because that's coming on Apple mm-hmm. TV. Yeah, I have Apple TV. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that we actually don't have? I can't think of anything else that we don't have. No, I think we've got it all. So please. Is, I don't know, does like Fox have like a streaming service? Uh, no, you don't have to pay for it, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. I, who knows? You have to pay for ESPN Plus, but that's like 
sports. The sports. They're sports yeah. things, but I don't have that. I, yeah, that's kind of nuts. I guess we don't have cable TV. <laughs> Do we need cable TV? Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Huh. All right, well, anything. Anything. Recommend to us. Yeah. We love it. There's so many good things coming up. Mm-hmm. What are you excited for that's coming up soon? Um, I uh, have a list. I'm super stoked for Malcolm and Marie that's yes, coming out. that's very soon on Netflix. Um, the new Euphoria episode drops tomorrow on HBO mm-hmm. Max. Mm-hmm. I will be discussing this. Because Do it. We want to hear. This is for me and Martha. I know you don't watch HBO. Uh, not HBO. What was I gonna say? Euphoria. Euphoria. But I, I'm. It's on my list. I've added it to my list. It's so good. Um, there's a lot of movies coming up too. Judas and the Black Messiah is coming mm-hmm. out on HBO Max. Max. Really, and rocking it. Uh, the United States versus Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. Hulu throwing us for a loop. Ooh. I was gonna delete my Hulu, but I've decided to keep it. Oh, I have, yeah, I always, always, I have Hulu. Yeah. Um, and then there's later stuff that's coming in March. Oh, we will be talking about the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, absolutely. That will be our new weekly thing after WandaVision. WandaVision will take us to there. Mm -hmm. We might have two weeks of nothing. (laughs) Stress and Oh, we'll probably probably solve Drag Race. Yeah. That's just gonna There might be another show. Yeah. But stressing suits. Stress, oh my Um, god. But yeah, so let us know. Keep us posted. Hope you have a fabulous and safe weekend. Yes. And we'll talk to you all soon. Take the bestest care. And we love you. Woo! Ciao!